So, first of all, would you like to introduce yourself and also introduce uh, Fly, Firefly? Sure, yeah. My name is Anthony Jenstead. I am the president of a company called Athletic Recovery and Performance. Um, we are a distribution company based out of Los Angeles, uh, California, and we own the distribution rights to a technology called Firefly um, that actually was developed in Europe uh, by a company called First Kind Medical. Uh, the technology was in initially intended as a medical device, but has morphed into an over-the-counter product that has helped athletes um, with their recovery. Yeah, and obviously, um, I've had the pleasure of using Firefly for the last few weeks or so, and sort of, I'm sure you can go into the science a lot more than me, but basically, if I'm correct, it's basically just some form of, uh, is it like electrostimulation in like a nerve? Yeah, so, um, you know, the, the technology is super simple, but super complex. Um, and it doesn't look and feel like what it competes with in the minds of many people using it. But at the very basics, to not to get too geeky, it's a modified neuromuscular uh, system, uh, NMES device, that most NMES devices are focused on specific muscles to increase blood flow. Our technology was actually developed to stimulate the nervous system, um, which indirectly fires a muscle, which doesn't fatigue a muscle, but it actually fires a muscle. And what happens with the firefly is when you specifically, um, when you when you apply energy to the perineal nerve, it causes the um, muscles in the lower extremities to fire, and it actually pushes blood out of the deep veins uh, of your of your calf back to your heart faster. So it actually increases systemic blood flow by stimulating your nervous system. Yeah, and obviously, a lot of people always, especially in the running community, obviously where we come from, is everyone's always looking for sort of a way to recover because obviously it is a huge part of your training, a huge part of performance. And I, I feel like a lot of people don't actually realize that as well. So sort of what I want to ask you is like, what are sort of the common problems with like insufficient recovery? What are you like noticed over time? Is there any like what stand out? You know, what stands out most to me about recovery is everybody's talking about it, but nobody really has a regimen for recovery. Um, and, you know, a lot of the things, even the firefly, foam rolling, um, other technologies out there, they're all one percenters, right? Um, the, the real foundations of recovery are sleep and nutrition. Um, which even I, I think elite level athletes, as I've built this company over the last three and a half, four years, even struggle with that alone, right? Just getting the proper sleep, got proper nutrition. But then when you start adding these things on that help accelerate recovery, um, they're one percenters, but I think they're important. Um, and, and I think all of your, your community should really develop a recovery regimen and, and not one single tool is going to uh, be, you know, the the silver bullet for, for their recovery, but just to focus on it. Everybody's talking about it, but I can't tell you how many elite athletes that I've spoken to here in the U.S. and in Europe where, where it's still, they know they should be doing something about it, but they're not necessarily um, applying anything. So our product in your recovery regimen maximally applied would be good sleep, good nutrition, Blood flow is good. Our science points to increasing blood flow between two and four hours post um, 
I call it loading or running or whatever, you know, in your community, you're running, you go on a long run, depending on how much you loaded yourself that day. And are you loading yourself to get ready for a race, et cetera? Our technology, you throw it on as close to you as you can after the activity and you try to run them for two to four hours, depending on the load that day. You take them off, you throw them in your backpack and you use them the next time uh, you run again. And and our science points to if you can get those three things right, you should be able to reduce recovery times uh, from 72 hours, which is kind of normal, down to about 28 hours. Um, yeah. So So that's how... I think our products maximally used, but there's all, you know, there's all other things in there that you have to, you do well as well. You can't stay out the pub until two in the morning, throwing a firefly and then think you're going to recover better. Right. Well, I hear some stories about some people, some athletes who can do that somehow. So maybe they know something I don't, but obviously there's recovering from training, but then there's also recovering from injuries and sort of issues like health issues and stuff like that. How would you say that differs from, training recovery and also what should you be doing as well to like make sure you do like stay healthy just do that you know it's it's interesting so i didn't know anything about recovery four years ago uh i still am learning every single day um i think that you know there's not there's a lot of discussion of recovery i don't think there's a lot of research around recovery and everybody wants the silver bullet after they're injured right? But recovery is a lifestyle. Recovery um, is something that if you're doing it right, and you and you think about it, right, and you look at some of the literature, you, you shouldn't, you should be less prone to injury, right? So I think um, a lot of times recovery is thought of after the fact, and really it needs to become a part of your lifestyle. Um, and you really need to focus. I mean, many people you know, like here, over here, there's a lot of people putting, you know, like you look at a LeBron James, he says, hey, I put a million dollars into my body a year, focused my, focusing myself on mental health and wellness and recovery. Um, and they're not working out as much as they used to, right? They're focused on, on recovering um, as much as they are on the workout and the grind. Um, and I think in the conversations I've had with athletes, that I've got to know them as I'm trying to influence them on my technology and adding it to their to their regimen. I think what you'll notice about the aging athlete is they start focusing on recovery because they feel so much better. And then they retrospectively think, man, when I was young and invincible, if I would have just focused more on recovery on the front end when I didn't feel I needed it, then maybe my career would have extended or my running career, or maybe I would have been less prone to injuries, et cetera. I guess I would push that back to you. I'm not a runner, but I've got to assume as many miles as some of you guys are putting in, you're constantly dealing with aches and pains and, and injury that you're running through, right? Um, yeah, so we get we get quite a lot of messages as well um, on our DMs, and it's people are asking about injuries, and it's for me as well. The amount of times I've run with Achilles tendonitis or the amount of times I've run with a bit of knee pain, like ITB, IT band syndrome, everything along those lines, it's because – with running such a specific sport, like all it is, it's just running. Like there's no other movements. So it, it can be very easy to actually get really stiff because literally all you're doing is running. You're not doing like lateral movements, like side to side. So your body sort of is so tuned to doing this. 
like it's sort of really whenever you do anything else like for example say for example if someone's not just a runner like they play football as well the amount of times i've played football with my friends and afterwards i'm like i'm supposed to be a fit and healthy individual from running and the the amount of cramps i get the amount of pain i get in my calf stiffness in my glutes and everything like that but yeah running is very much sort of you you're running on pain like i'd say probably 50 percent of runners always have a little they call it niggles i'm not really sure the science terminology of that but it is very much you're running on you're running on your like injury so to speak because you'd either don't know the severity of it or you know your body and sort of have just become accustomed to being like aching but i guess that is something you can find with a lot of people because they don't actually recover correctly and also like bringing it back to you is Joe, like the athletes you've worked with in the past, have you noticed like common issues that they've sort of said, oh, I feel like this. Is that like, is there any signs of like, like obvious signs that people aren't recovering correctly? Um, you know, I, it's hard for me to comment on, are they recovering correctly? At the end of the day, I'm learning just like you guys are about what is proper recovery mean. And, and again, I think 99% of it's, proper nutrition, proper sleep. I think with, you know, with a, an athlete like you guys running, a lot of it's about your form. Um, a lot of it, a lot of, you know, so then I think when you're really taking it to the next level, it's looking at your form. I think it's cross-training a lot. We're all realizing, especially out here in the U.S., you know, there's this concept of specialization out here, right? Everybody thinks their kid's going to be the next track star, the next basketball player, the next footballer. And, and um, we're only focused on that sport, right? Because we're afraid, well, if our kid's not playing that every single day and they're not 100% focused, um, then they're not going to make that team or they're not going to be the best athlete. But, but when you look cumulatively back at the really, really good athletes, um, you know, I think I heard a quote from Wayne Gretzky. I mean, he played all sports, right? Um, and I think that's that's one thing we, we see here from uh, an issue of just specialization. You're just beating your body over and over doing the exact same thing. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know that I can specifically say, oh, you're not recovering right if you're not using the firefly. Uh, but I will tell you that if you look at all the recovery modalities, because I'm constantly looking at the competition, I'm constantly looking at what is out there that's in this 1% you know, of, of helping recover athletes with tools, right? Everything's about blood flow. Um, um, and our technology, just to give you the background, was initially developed not as a recovery tool, but to help patients recover from surgery quicker. Um, there's a few things they're worried about post-surgically. One is blood clotting. Um, and the second is post-operative swelling and edema. And the last thing is the wound healing appropriately. And our technology on the medical side does help accelerate all of those things. It actually helps reduce blood clots. It actually helps reduce edema dramatically in post-surgical patients. And it actually helps the wounds heal faster. Um, so that same technology is built into the Firefly. So what I tell a lot of my athletes is, hey, I can't hand you a paper that says your Achilles tendonitis is going to go away. But we know blood flow is good. We know it's good for recovery. Our science says two to four hours is kind of a maximal effect you're going to get out of blood flow. But what I think you're going to also get is 
maybe that Achilles tendonitis goes away in two or three weeks when you're using the firefly for recovery. And, and that's a lot of what happens. Uh, one of my best runners out here in the U.S., Galen uh, Rupp, uh, had an Achilles tendon repair um, through um, and and when they reached out to me, they were using all sorts of modalities to uh, reduce inflammation as he was getting his training back. And you know, sometimes you can throw too many things at something as well, and then you don't know what works. Um, so I asked them. I said, "Hey, I just want you to use the Firefly for the next three to five days post running. Use it for recovery, but tell me if it's going to help him with this post uh, running swelling because increasing blood flow." to reduce inflammation is what we do. And um, I can't speak to knowing exactly what Galen's full recovery regimen is, but I know um, Firefly is a big part of it and he's found a lot of relief from the, what did you call them? The, the niggles? Uh, the, the, the niggles, yeah. yeah, yeah. You so, so, you know, I think, um, you know, I can tell you we work for recovery, we systemically move blood, but we also have a microcirculatory effect that's going to help with those type of things. Um, sometimes it's going to be quickly and sometimes it's going to be over time. But if you're focused on recovery and you're um, using our technology for that, I think you'll see other benefits from it as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, from personal experience, obviously, I used um, the Firefly when I um stupidly decided to try and do a backflip on a trampoline and I fell off the trampoline and hit my shin on some metal. And originally I actually thought I'd snapped my leg. I thought I'd fractured it. I thought I'd broken it. I was really scared. And first thing came to my head, get jump in an ice bath. Might not have been the best idea, but obviously, luckily for me, I um, actually, I think the fireflies came like two days later or something like that. And bear in mind, in those two days after my injury, I hadn't really noticed any improvements at all. And I was at work and I got the Firefly, had it on me. And it must have literally, it's obviously some of it is will be mental as well, like everything. If you're doing something extra, even if it doesn't work physically, mentally, you're going to be like, it's working, great. Um, and I noticed that my swelling reduced drastically um, I, I, like within the first 24 hours. Obviously, there's a 24-hour use on them and I must have I'd say after 48 hours I'd gone from being scared I wouldn't be able to run for months to being ready to start the next day jogging again and obviously I also went to Monaco last week and I didn't use the Firefly I didn't travel in it even though I should have I didn't travel in it I um got to the like went on holiday and come back and I've noticed that I've actually not seen any reduction in swelling in the last week also, since I haven't used the Firefly, I'm not sure. I'm sure there's other factors there, but it's it's just a. I find it crazy how this one little thing that you can put around your leg, it, literally no inconvenience at all. You can be sat doing anything with it on your leg, and it seems to have such a great impact. And I was just wondering, like, have you got any sort of stories or like case studies, so to speak, of like situations where they've like helped athletes in different ways? Yeah, I mean, tons of anecdotal cases of, of you know, um, in the U.S. in uh, pro sport, some teams um, like the L.A. Dodgers have completely gone away from using any type of ice compression post-injury, and they go right to a firefly. And if you really think about the science and you dig in a little bit for what, and I'm no scientist by any means, but if you look in the science of, of 
you want to increase blood flow to reduce inflammation. You don't want to reduce blood flow to reduce inflammation. So ice is really, um, I would say at least now. Um, and hey, tons of athletes get in ice buckets and there's a ton of other reasons that mentally it works for them. Like you said, maybe it's just I'm doing something so I feel better. But if you really look at the science of blood flow, again, back to our medical device, um, we're used every day for reduction of swelling postoperatively. Um, and the, the, the results are dramatic. Um, anything lower extremity, Achilles surgeries, ACL, uh, total joints, total hip, anything like that, um, you can't really get ice on a post-surgical uh, you know, uh, surgery because it's covered with bandaging, et cetera. The nice thing about the technology is you slap it on the side of the leg, it increases that um, microcirculation, which, you know, we feel like helps the lymphatic system work better. So it, it, it basically cleans out the, the lymphatic system and, and flushes out uh, the edema. Uh, we quite honestly, 100% don't know why we're so useful in edema. We, we, we were initially intended to prevent blood clots. We know we do that. We know that we... In, in the medical world, we prevent stasis. Um, because we're driving blood up the deep vein of the calf every second when the device stimulates you, we know we, we truly prevent stasis and that's clinically validated. Um, we also know we're very effective on edema and we quite honestly, 100% don't know why. Um, but it is super useful. So yeah, you know, in the NBA here, um, I've had trainers come back and say, hey, you know, we used to throw everything at it, but the kitchen sink, and now we just use a firefly immediately ankle sprain, strain, anything like that. And literally within 24 hours, the swelling's gone or it's, it's really down. And a lot of them will tell me two to three days earlier, they'll get their athletes back on the court. Um, same thing in football, uh, our American football out here. So um, it's, it's an interesting product that I've ever within the medical world that really nobody knows about. But as simple as it is, it has a lot of, uh, it does a lot of positive things. And, and really it's all around moving blood. We move blood and that helps healing, it helps reduction of edema, and it does a lot of, lot of good things. Yeah, well, I think even if you take away recovery for a second, the fact that you're increasing blood flow is just by itself is obviously gets, get ox, transports oxygen a lot better. And I've noticed I was wearing it. Um, a lot of people have been in the same boat as me where if you're working in an office or you're working at home at the minute, you sat down all day and then you try and do a session, your legs feel really heavy. It's, it's not amazing. Whereas if you have some form of blood flow, which everyone should try and stand up and walk every five minutes if they sat down in an office anyway. But having some form of blood flow seems to really loosen your legs i want to say but like just make them feel a lot less heavy and i feel like that's another benefit what i find of increasing blood flow in any way um like for example you could use percuss percussive therapy um, with the ferrigans or whatever but yeah. if you're on the way to races on the way to competitions and you find a way to improve blood flow while you're traveling for extended periods of time then there's going to be performance benefits there as well not just recovery. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the biggest ways we're used here is a lot of our teams are traveling, you know, East Coast to West Coast, um, you know, like the Lakers in LA will play if they were playing tonight, they would play, you know, uh, and then if they're playing the, the Knicks tomorrow, they'll literally jump on a plane immediately post game and fly five hours across country and, and then get in a hotel two, three in the morning. And 
you know, a lot of the teams are using us for travel, um, uh, you know, at altitude, you're not moving. It's, it's all about blood flow. Um, we give you about 62% of the blood flow that you get from walking. And, and as you said, the number one way to move blood, walk, get out and move. Um, but if you can't do that, we're a simple solution to dynamically using your body's, um, you know, own system to, to move blood. So safe, effective, almost too simple, right? For all the things it does. Um, the biggest challenge we have with our athletes is finding the fibular head, uh, the little bone on the top of the leg, which kind of uh, helps us locate the perineal nerve and, and attach to the nervous system there so we can uh, increase blood flow. But yeah, there's really no negatives to, to blood flow, as you know. Um, however you get it, Theraguns are great. Hypervolts are great. Um, it's going to be hard to sit on a plane for five hours and, and Theragun though, where you can slap a firefly on and outside of your, your foot twitching a little bit and your the person next to you wondering what the heck's going on. Um, it's a great solution for that. So that's probably, especially with our runners, cause there's so much international travel when you're hitting the ground after a 12 hour flight, the last thing you want to, you know, the biggest thing you get is the swollen legs, the heavy legs, et cetera. And that really slows down your ability to perform at the level uh, that you want immediately. We get a lot of that with uh, international like volleyball players as well, where they just want to hit the ground and, you know, a lot of athletes don't have a budget to go fly to Europe three days early and acclimate to and get their, you know, everything going again. I mean, a lot of athletes are, you know, landing and they're performing the next day. Um, so whatever you can do to optimize um, blood flow and feeling better, you know, on the flight. And again, it goes to nutrition, right? Don't eat the plain food, bring your own food and those type of things. But yeah, I think there's some cool technologies, not just Firefly, that I've seen that are really amazing that are these one percenters that you can focus on. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people obviously talk about Norma tech as being a big one and you see those like trousers. I, honestly, I don't know the science behind them. I just, you obviously just see like sort of those like tracksuit bottoms, what they almost seem to put on where they like can't move anywhere. And that's another thing that I like to notice about the firefly is you can literally do everything and anything whenever you want. And it's it's strange because obviously, so I gave it my girlfriend to try on just to just to see if she could feel what it feels like, and she hated it. Like first thing, she like it's because it takes like a minute or two to get used to, doesn't it? Yeah. She was like, "Oh, get it off me," because she was like, and it was on level one as well. Yeah. That was the funniest thing. Yeah. So, and but when I put it on now, all I can feel is my leg twitching. I can't feel any. I can't feel obviously the impulses which is called them yep i can't feel that anymore i'm so used to it it just literally feels like my legs just twitching away and at the same time it just it's just it's, obviously it is a strange feeling to get used to but when you get used to it it sort of feels like almost as if your body's supposed to be doing that like it's almost like a extended heartbeat isn't it yeah so to speak i mean it really is i mean you know again from its medical background it's very simple it 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 induces your nervous system to stimulate a muscle firing, which is very similar to walking and walking is the number one way to move blood. Um, there are people who don't like it straight out the gate, um, but it takes your body two to three minutes to kind of adapt to it. And then like, as you said, look at, I've been selling the product for four years. I use it all the time. It almost, I forget I even have it on now. Um, um, and you know, it's interesting you brought up Normatech because although we don't look like a Normatech, that's really who we compete with. And I certainly, those guys have done a great job of, of what they're done. And I think their product obviously has great research. 
Um, but again, it's about blood flow. And where we think we have the advantage over them, number one is time of use. You want more blood flows better. Um, and you're not gonna sit in a corner plugged into a wall, hanging on an elevated chair, laying back for two, four hour, two to four hours. Um, and you're certainly not gonna be able to pull that on a commercial flight um, and sit in your Normatex, right? Uh, where Firefly, you can slap it on. So although great technology and, uh, and, and has great science behind it, we think we have some advantages to time aware and, and where you can actually wear them. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's definitely helpful being able to have convenience. Like I said earlier, the ferroguns. No one really wants to hear like a drill going away at your leg um, on an airplane or whatever. Um, I'd also just like to quickly touch on obviously your name dropped Galen Rupp and things like that. Are there any athletes? I'd, if you can, obviously speak about them. Sort of give give some names like with athletes you've worked with and their specific if, issues. If you can, obviously speak about them and sort of just to give a bit more context for the listeners. Yeah. So my, um, I'm horrible with names, number one. Um, and number two, my primary focus when I got this product was selling into college and pro athletic teams. Cause you're selling into one, you know, one system, one athletic trainer, one physio, one sports scientist, and they're kind of getting it to the whole team. Right. And that was my early focus of developing awareness around Firefly. And I really stayed away from the individual athletes because they're really hard to track down. And and we were, you know, so so that was our initial launch of the product. Um, because of COVID, because of some, you know, wanting to kind of now take the product to the next level, I've definitely done uh, a, a reach into the running community. Um, Galen was one of my first, um, Jordan Hasse, um, Clayton Murphy. I don't know if you know Clayton. Um, yeah. Really, actually, it all started with the Oregon Nike project. And I don't know. Um, I know that product's now that that program is now dissipated. But that's where I started uh, because of Galen and he saw so much value. It really just trickled to all those athletes. And then it's kind of just opened up to the to, to tons of running communities. Um, you know, the Atlanta Track Club, um, we're working with um, the Tin Men Elite athletes. I don't know if you know them. I mean, there's just been a ton of people coming out of the woodwork, seeing other people use it. Huge in the um, triathlete community, it's starting to become as well. Sebastian, I think his name is Keneal. He's one of the elite um, triathletes. He got like second place in Kona those type of athletes are starting to come to us, which is great. Um, and saying, Hey, I'd really love to try out the product. And, and so far we've, uh, everything's kind of been word of mouth for us. So it's been amazing. Um, uh, you know, so, and, and I think the COVID thing slowed us down a little bit because that running community is, is, um, everybody's running, but nobody's really, um, you know, performing right now. Um, so I think as we get back to, you know, different races and stuff, we're going to see a lot more um, athletes reaching out to us. Um, but those are kind of the top ones that come off the top of my head. Yeah, you mentioned Tim and Elite there. Everyone's obsessed with them. So they're going to all be loving that that you mentioned them. Oh, really? Um, you know, um, yeah, yeah. I've spoke with the head coach there a bit. Um, I haven't got a ton of feedback from individual athletes. I know they've liked the technology, but I couldn't tell you who there and who doesn't. And so I certainly don't want to use them to endorse my product. But that's somebody that comes up that I've had a lot of uh, some some decent conversations with. Yeah, it's a great coach as well. Um, is it Tom Schwartz speaking to? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
he's, re- he's renowned for being very knowledgeable, obviously. Yep. So like cutting edge on that sort of thing, like knowledge of even the sport and the science behind the sport, which is obviously at this day and age is what the main driving factor is, isn't it? Like science, testing, everything's always controlled um, nowadays. Um, yeah, it's funny you, speak- you mentioned science, sorry to, to, to get you. I, I almost think our, I try to not sell the science of our product, even though I don't do a good job of it, because people seem to get confused when there's too much science there. You almost want to, I don't want to say dumb it down, but um, if you can get too geeky on the science, sometimes you lose people. But um, so it's interesting that you said that and science is important, probably in your guys' elite community. Um, the quirky science is good, but I think in the general population, you can almost give them too much science. Yeah. If if you had to dumb it down to the lowest form of what Firefly does, but also what blood flow does, how would you like sort of construct that? So if someone had no clue about blood flow, had no clue about Firefly, had no clue about the science of anything, what would you say are like the key contributors and like the factors what are important to sort of know? I don't know that I can dumb it down for me. I just, my brain goes right to, you know, but at the very, very, very basics, it's blood flow, right? And we all know that it's movement. Um, ours is, is, you know, you, you speak to active recovery. We are somewhat in active recovery, but you don't necessarily have to be active. You can go back to your daily life, work at your desk for a couple hours, throw your device on and get, get blood flow out of it and get recovery. So at, at the very blood flow. And then you talk about, there's two ways to deliver blood flow. There's systemic, which is firing it back to your heart faster, um, and oxygenate it, et cetera. And then you've got this microcirculatory effect that will have on uh, swelling. Um, and we do both very well. Um, and uh, so I didn't dumb it down very well. I apologize. But, uh, you know, at the core, regardless of whether you use a Firefly or a Normatec or a Theragun, it's nutrition and sleep first and foremost. And if you get those in order, you're, you're 90% there. And then these other things and tools are, are, are benefits. Um, um, but I think devices like ours that do help you with uh, the nagging injuries are certainly effective, not only on the recovery side, but just ma- allowing you to actually go out and, and run um, and get through these little itises and injuries and stuff. Um, so if you're, Working with a product that does both, um, I think it's a benefit. Um, yeah, I noticed that. Obviously, like you said, sleep and nutrition. If you don't sleep and nutrition, there's no point doing anything else, really. Like if you're not getting, which is it eight hours sleep, would you say, is roughly the benchmark people suggest? Yeah, that's what I hear all the smart people say. Um, and I, I certainly... You know, so then it comes down to monitoring and like I have a polar watch, I have an aura ring and I'm by no means an elite athlete. I'm a Pelotoner, mountain biker, 51 year old guy who just wants to and also a businessman. And and I think both sides of recovery are are important, not just on being an athlete, but being a good entrepreneur, a good employee. Like you got to have those things dialed in regardless. So. Yeah, I'm I'm eight hours of sleep at a minimum. Um, the nutrition thing is probably for all of us. It's off and on, but I try to real make a focus on it, and it makes a difference 
just in my life uh, for work and for business. And then um, when you add some of these one percenters on, you, you, I think you can really, and for me, it's been a really good tool to monitor these things. Cause I don't think we realize how little of sleep we get or how unproductive our sleep is. So then you start, I'm always trying to do the best. Um, I'm gaming it always a little bit. So I'm like, Oh, I didn't get a lot of deep sleep tonight. Why didn't I? Well, maybe I ate, too many carbs, uh, you know, too, you know, too late in the night, or maybe I had one extra beer or, you know, those type of things, you can really start monitoring your system and realizing what is affecting your sleep. Um, and it usually is really nutrition. I think we all can understand that, you know, you put good stuff in, you're going to get uh, good stuff out of it. So monitoring for me has helped me sleep better monitor my nutrition. And then when you add some one percenters on, I think that's when you're really starting to perform better. Yeah. Yeah. And sort of speaking about performance, and this might be another tricky question to sort of answer, because again, there's there's never any one shoe fits all policy for anyone, even with recovery. It's, it's different for everyone. Is Say if you were with an athlete who was either in a hard training block or was in a competition block, what would you, how would you optimize a day with Firefly, with nutrition, with sleep, with napping, stretching? What would you say is like the perfect optimizing like method basically? So like if you're doing something straight after training, straight before. I can really, Alfie, only speak to Firefly. You know, I'm, I talk to all these performance coaches and, and everybody's got a different regimen and a style. And, and like you said, everything works differently for athletes. One of the things I like um, with a couple of the teams that I have is uh, for recovery, they don't tell them what to do. They just you need to focus on it. So they'll give them, these are, uh, uh, they'll, they'll have a table of recovery devices, right? And the Normatec will be worth two points and the Firefly will be worth three points and the Theragun will be worth one point and they got to get 10 points each day right? Or, or five points each day, depending on how they load them and whatever they're doing and they're monitoring them. I think that's a good approach because, you know, not, not one product works for everybody, but I think if you find the right things, maybe you assign a, a value to them. Um, and, and then you just make sure you, you get your five points for the day, right? Whether that's eating better or sleeping more, or, you know, maybe sleeping eight hours is, is five points for you, but sleeping nine hours is eight points. Right. And then you just get your point total around recovery, nutrition, sleep, and create goals for yourself. Um, I've seen that approach work really well. And, and I think I kind of do that um, for myself when it's, when you're speaking specific to Firefly, um, you know, points to two to four hours, um, post re, post session. Um, and I even have some athletes that'll use the firefly pre-run to just get a warm up to get the blood flowing, etc. I don't know running enough to be able to 100% tell you how to implement it in your, you know, getting ready for races and, and stuff, but blood flow is good. Um, our science is two to four hours. I can't imagine um, not using it as many miles as I see a lot of you putting on. Uh, I, I almost feel it's an everyday tool um uh for many athletes um in, in especially in your community yeah well from my experience with it obviously i i did use it before i use it before and after a session obviously for different reasons before you've got increase in blood flow which is obviously get oxygenated blood around the body 
Um, I, again, I'm not I'm not too scientific with it all. Like you said, blood flow is good. That's the only thing that matters, sort of thing. But then also after after sessions, I found it really helpful to stick on. And it's sort of again, whether this is indirect science or, but the like fatigue in my legs specifically sort of seems to decrease quite a lot. Like like you said as well, talking about the niggles type of thing, I wouldn't say. I've had any noticeable pains or aches or pains other than my shin, which obviously was my own fault, like since I've used it. And also since I've sort of, like you said, worked on having more of a structure around recovery because it does, it does, it does get neglected and everyone talks about consistency being the most important thing. Like if you have ask any athlete, they're going to say consistency and hard work, probably the two key factors to success and to have consistency, you need to have a structured recovery so you stop injuries, stop niggles, and sort of everything along those lines, really. It just everything revolves around being structured in what you do. And it applies to everything in life as well. Like I'm sure you know, like business, working, if you've got consistency, everything seems to I don't want to use the cliche term keep the ball rolling, because it is very cliche. But that's sort of what you got to, got to do, isn't it? Yeah. Like you've always got to make sure you're maintaining and staying on top of things. Yeah, it's a it's a full time game, right? And it doesn't take long to get off the tracks, and 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 uh, nobody's perfect for sure. Even a lot of the elite athletes I, I talk to, I mean, they they cha- they're challenged with it. They're all just human like us. I think one of the things that Clayton Murphy uh, told me that was interesting is he doesn't have a specific recovery regimen because, you know, if he finds him, he doesn't have a a superstitious tool he uses because what if he goes to a race and that tool's not available? So again, I think you have to have a multiple, multiple things that make you feel good and help you with recovery and help you with your nutrition and sleep. And again, if you can stay on point with those, if you don't have access to one, as long as you have access to another, I think in many instances, um, I liked his approach to to that. I certainly would have loved him to say that Firefly was his only tool. And if he didn't have it, he would be lost. But the reality is he's not always going to have it available. Maybe he forgot to take him on the trip. Maybe they burnt out. He didn't have enough, et cetera. So I like his approach of, I do a lot of different things. I have my go-tos, but I don't feel like I'm not going to perform well in this race because I didn't do this exact algorithm. Yeah, I think that's a big thing because you don't want to get to a point where you're like relying on one sole thing to perform because that can lead to a whole of problems. I can imagine quite like, I don't think it happens so much in running, but I feel like in a lot of other sports you hear things about like certain like football boots or certain shin pads or I don't know, where people can't perform well and make excuses like that all the time. So it's definitely important to make sure you've got a variety of things what sort of help you recover, help you stay fit and sort of, you can't just rely on one thing or else it'll cause a world of pain when for whatever reason you're traveling across the country to compete and you've left it at home or something along those lines. Absolutely. So I obviously, we, we speak, spoke there a bit, obviously about Firefly and th- like the history, but what, what do you sort of are looking for in the next two, three, five, ten 10 years? Like, in progression, like what, what, what do you want to do? Like leave your mark? Yeah. So I really enjoy 
recovery world. I really enjoy working with sports scientists and athletes. And so two things for me, number one, the Firefly is a medical device, first and foremost, it's still in its medical kind of packaging, it still looks like a medical product. And it's, it's not super intuitive for the general population. So in the next 12 to 14 months, I'd love to have a reusable technology that was a little more intuitive for the general consumer. Um, Secondarily, um, I stated at the front end, I built a distribution company right now, fully focused on Firefly. Um, but as I'm gaining awareness with athletes and people like yourself and training rooms, um, I think there are so many products on the market that have this significant science backing that have a natural application in the training room and with elite athletes and don't have a platform to to get to them. And that's my other thing is I want to build a platform to truly take medical devices into the training room. Um, so I'm looking at products that help, you know, we can get super geeky and talk about like the circadian rhythm. And when you travel, you know, your, if your body gets off the circadian rhythm, that's why you have um, problems with sleep. And there's a lot of things you can do around supplementation, nutrition, and light blocking that are super interesting. There's a company out there I'm looking at called Flykit. Um, there's, there's just a lot of cool technologies. Yesterday I was, uh, you know, again, I'm dealing with a lot of training rooms out here and there's a product that was developed in the medical world to, to heal wounds faster. It's called, um, um, active ACTIV. It's a spray. Um, and, and again, this is going to sound a little geeky, but they basically figured out that your body uses the hypochloric molecule to heal something. If you have a burn or a cut, your body sends down the hypochloric molecule to make your body heal. Well, now that's in a spray form. Um, and it helps athletes with everything from chafing to um, uh, to cuts and burns and bruises. So it's a really cool little training room product that does, you know, we traditionally get a cut, we throw a neosporin on it. That's bad, right? You want to throw naturally healing things, but this also helps with like an ocular wash and, you know, sunburns and things like that. So I love geeky technologies like that, that I can give a platform into uh, the training room and with elite athletes. Cause I think everybody's looking for science-based products, but they want to figure out how to validate that science and not just believe everything they're told. Um, um, so sometimes I get involved with these real geeky products and then find myself getting almost too deep in the science. Um, but that's what I'm really interested in is like how to bring science into the training room and, and gain awareness with elite athletes on how to optimize. Yeah. And for like the geeky sort of nerdy runners out there, where can they sort of like, where would you say on, is it on your website? Where would you say the best, best place to find information about recovery, about Firefly and about all these other like geeky things where would you say like for everyone who's interested in that sort of thing yeah no thanks for asking um so it's interesting right now i'm the u.s guy for firefly so our website is www.recoveryfirefly.com but if you're buying the product in europe you actually go to their website which is www.fireflyrecovery.com and eventually it'll all be on one website which will be my website um i did start a podcast like you um it's called the athletic recovery and performance podcast um i was involved in so many cool conversations with performance coaches and athletes and 
technology that I was like, I want to tape these calls and let everybody hear them. Um, and, and that's been a, a good place. And then eventually I will have a, a website for athletic recovery and performance where I'll put, you know, reviews on these technologies and stuff. And not all of them I represent um, uh, as far as my distribution company. It's just tools that I think are interesting and maybe people want to do a little more deep dive in and, and, and see it. So that's currently where you can find all that stuff. Yeah, I think obviously talking about your podcast here, I I love listening to it like when I'm at work. I just put it on the background. I probably listen to an episode like once or twice or maybe even three times to sort of get all the information in. And that, I listen to it on Apple Music, but it just, it's sort of, I, I'm try, I was trying to get the podcast up then to remember exactly what it was. Well, it's been an interesting journey. Um, you know, you, you're building your own podcast. You, you want people to listen, but you kind of, I built my podcast really for me. And, and just to keep the conversations that I was having and I thought they were cool. And I thought my little five guys that are my friends that I grew up with would like to hear them. Um, and it's kind of morphed into um, where people look forward to it now that I, I, so it's got a little bit of a community now. So I, I've, I've enjoyed. Them. Oh, sorry. My, my audio just cut, cut out there. Yeah. That's another big thing for me is um, at, we start the podcast because we just wanted to speak with athletes and sort of obviously provide something different in the community and sort of um, share like information because it's there's not as in especially in the running community of unlike other sports like American football like normal football I don't know why I said normal football they're both normal football but <laughs> like basketball like every everything else um, there's so much information like if you wanted to find out how to I don't know shoot a free throw better yeah there's gonna be so many videos out there but if you look up how to like improve like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example and I've put myself on the spot. I can't really think of something, but anything running related, there's very limited information out there. And a lot of it is sort of very generalized from people who aren't runners. Yep. So we wanted to sort of start this podcast to speak to athletes, coaches, like professionals in the sport who sort of know what we're talking about. But then also what comes with that is you get to learn so much about like different things like a different experience of athletes, different like methods athletes use. I'm not sure if you know um, Jojo Rogan, the podcaster. Yeah, of course. Everybody knows Joe Rogan, right? Uh, just got $100 million for his podcast on Spotify. So, you know, um, yeah. And, and I've actually met Joe. And actually, if you look on Joe on Instagram, he follows Firefly. He only follows about 800 people. He actually follows Firefly. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. So are you somewhat ingrained into the UFC world then as well? A little bit. Um, I, I Early on, I tried to because I'm Southern California based and a lot of these athletes are based here. And, and um, again, it's a very, very niche community. Um, and um, they're all independent contractors and they have all their teams around them. So it, it's a very hard community to get embraced by. But I, I, I do have quite a few of their athletes. Actually, if you go on my Instagram feed, I'm not even great at names, but we've had a, quite a few posts of many UFC fighters using our technology. Yeah, I can imagine that it's kind of helpful because they obviously get quite a lot of a lot of injuries, sort of do those like tissue damage injuries and things like that. Yeah, that, of, that's where they've really used post-training post and post-fight as much for the you know, edema reduction as really the recovery. Um, and some of the feedback from the athletes has been, you know, I can't move for the next three to five days post fight, but um, the fireflies really helped accelerate that recovery post fight. 
uh, with just the edema reduction. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, that's what I've noticed as well. Sort of, I've sort of mentioned this already, but you know, like the feeling I get, I, I use it to travel from, um, it was in like an hour and a half. So obviously it's under the two to four hours what that recommended, but I got out of the car and it didn't feel like I'd been in a car. Mm-hmm. It felt like I'd been on a light jog. Yeah. Which I just found out amazing because there's no better feeling than Joe you know, when you do a really easy run or a really easy piece of exercise and you get your finish and you just feel amazing because yeah. you've obviously blood blood and that's what I felt like. My legs felt like they were floating. So I was I was really pleasantly surprised when that happened because I was like this is made for recovery, but there's so much more you can sort of use it for. Yeah, that's almost sometimes the kiss of death, right? Because if it's so good for all these things, then it's hard to focus on exactly what. So I really try to stay to recovery. And then these conversations about itis and inflammation come up. And 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 then a lot of athletes will give me feedback that it helps with that as well. Did you find that podcast? Yeah, yeah the one I was referencing at the time was Elite Youth Sports Performance. Um, yeah, yeah, with Dr. Dr. Mac. Yeah, yeah. I just I was listening to that, and I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that's the one I was listening to at the time. And some of the things I was saying, it's sort of like it almost is too simple that what you need to be doing kind of thing. Joe, like you speak about, like obviously another professional within the sort of the like health industry, the amount of times they go into places like go into teams or, and you basically have to say you're doing this completely wrong. Mm-hmm. It's it's strange that there's not enough. Um, knowledge out there about recovery as a whole and injuries. Everyone cares about training as hard as you can and doing everything right to improve. No one cares about maintenance as much. So I just find obviously that podcast, but also the rest of them as well, because obviously you touched more about like the youth side of things in that podcast as yeah. well, didn't you? Yeah. But in all the episodes, it just it's great to hear some. It's just refreshing hearing about actual professionals speak about things other than like generalized fitness people like whenever you search like a youtube video how to get better at running obviously no one's going to search that really but like you hear it from like a gym instructor and it's like oh great thanks they tell you to do cardio or tell you to do interval sessions it's like great i'm already doing that but it's great to actually listen to podcasts and watch youtube videos as well where someone who actually i'm going to say like really knowledgeable within their niche can speak about it because I find that a lot more valuable to listen to. Yeah, and it's because like, it's amazing how people are so open to talk and and go into the weeds, right? Um, uh, for me, when I entered this space, this concept of performance science was really didn't really. I mean, I understood what it ultimately meant at a very high level, but there were so many people that were in charge of sports science. Some came from a physio background, some came from an athletic trainer background, some you know, and and. They're, I always want to know how, the path of how they got there, and and um, yeah, the conversations have been interesting. What what I probably learned the most is that everybody's talking about recovery, but nobody's really putting a lot of as much effort into it as they are talking about it. Um, and I think that's what's changing. And I think with the um, you know the push of the companies like. Normatech and Hyperice and Theragun and all these big companies that are way bigger than me. I think they're really doing a good job of creating a spotlight on the wellness side of being an athlete. And and I think recovery fits in wellness, right? Um, but it also fits in performance. If you 
I almost think it's a 50-50 now. You should be recovering as hard as you're trying to train. Um, yeah. and, and the athletes that are comfortable with that are going to see way more gains, in my opinion, than the ones that are overtraining. It's what people say, like professionals, it's not what they do training-wise, what sets them apart. It's what they actually do recovery-wise and everything in between the training sessions, which sets them apart from people who aren't professionals. And that's why they're so much better. It's because they can do everything, like those extra 1%, like we talk about, like everything, like add a 1% there by using Firefly, add a 1% there by making sure you have got the correct nutrition by having a nutritionist and so on and so forth. Like it's, it's so important to make sure that you like, again, maintain, but also consider every, every aspect of training. Cause it's not just training. What's the aspect of every aspect of performance. Sorry. It's not just training. It's not just recovery. It's ment- mentally, mentally as well. It's so many different things and you've got to make sure you sort of doing everything in order to actually optimize your performance. And a lot of people don't actually realize that until they get told and then it's like, Oh wait, that makes sense kind of thing. Well, even one of the podcasts I just did was with Darren Treasure, who's the mental performance coach for Galen Rupp um, yep. and, and Clayton Murphy, actually. And that's the biggest thing that I learned also is, you know, even I have youth athletes in my house that I put in, you know, strength and conditioning and I had them, you know, I really focused on making them good athletes, not just at their sport, but make sure they get the right sleep, the right nutrition, the right um, cross training. But but the one thing I didn't even think about as a father and being in this world is the mental side, right? And getting that conversation with him really opened my eyes up to like how many elite athletes do struggle on the mental side. Like, like there's so many elite athletes that just getting that mental side fixed will take them way be you know it allows them to push through barriers that they didn't think they could and and it's a huge part of this recovery equation as well that has probably even less uh focus on it but i think it it will have a tremendous focus moving forward so you're spot on i think recovery is this big bucket um and it's physical um but it's also mental and and i think there's a lot of things now coming at us on the mental side and um, I don't know that anything specifically defined, but um, mental performance is a is a big thing and and recovery. Yeah, one hundred percent. And sort of just to obviously finish finish up the podcast is where can everyone find you? Um, you've already spoken about your podcast, but where can everyone listen to your podcast? Uh, find Firefly on Instagram, and again, just where can they find Firefly? Obviously online as well and if they want to find out more information yeah yeah so only two ways to buy firefly uh either the europe uh, uh website or the u.s website uh u.s website is www.recoveryfirefly.com and for the uk site you flip it over uh, we do have an instagram page it's uh at firefly recovery um and then my podcast predominantly i think people loaded on apple podcasts which is um the athletic recovery and performance podcast. Um, so, and then, you know, uh, on all those platforms, if you just hit the email in any of them, it actually goes directly to me. I'm a one man band where I'm a very small company. Um, we're three or four people here in the U S uh, 
you know, representing the Firefly and and having a lot of cool international conversations like with you and and kind of just creating awareness, but very approachable, very connected. You know, just send me an email. I'm happy to answer any questions about anything we talk. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you.